Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Uh, we got a bit of a surprise this week. Yeah, well, you know, you just, just when you think there's going to be nothing to talk about, there's just lots to talk about. So I don't say it out loud anymore. I don't question whether there's anything to talk about because that's when they dump a bunch of stuff on us. Oh, not even saying there wasn't going to be anything to talk about. We knew a new banner was coming, so we knew we'd have new units to talk about. I just did not expect it to be a two-hero banner. True. Which is the first one of those we've gotten. Yeah, so we got Fire and Ice, which is the two-hero uh, banner you're talking about, which goes until December 11th. But alongside that, they announced, uh, they revealed today we were going to have a banner, Heroes with Vantage. I don't know about you, Eddie, but do you ever pull from these special skills banners uh, in any sort of serious way, or do you just get your free summon in Jet? I usually get my free summon in Jet. Uh, once in a rare while, they might have someone I'm missing from my hero catalog, especially mm-hmm. now that I'm letting a few more uh, blinks pop into that. But, you know, other than that, I generally just grab the free one in Jet and wait for legendary uh, banners for the missing heroes. Uh, Like, you know, they had Ophelia in the last vote banner. There was no way I was going to try and pull seriously to get her out of that because it was nothing but blue units. So, yeah, that would have been a waste of orbs. Yeah, yeah. And and so... Alongside that, we've got this Fire and Ice banner, which is unique as it's the first banner we've ever got that has two heroes, and yep. as the as the as the focus. So how how have you been taking that? I haven't pulled yet. I want a full disclosure here before we we hear from you, but I haven't pulled yet. Um, we've got about fifteen days to 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 play around with this banner. But how how has your luck been with with this new banner type? Well, um. I do believe, I haven't actually double-checked the breakdown of the odds, but I do believe this is technically uh, the best odds uh, with only two focus units. Um, I did not have any uh, luck on my original session, uh, summoning session. I got Pity Broken and by Amelia uh, and got a bonus leg, leg yarn on the wheel. So it wasn't horrible, just was not either of the units. Um, I did go a day or two later, and did manage to get both uh, Yilgur and Surtur, and have some spare orbs left over for the legendary banner if needed. So, it worked out pretty well. Um, I have seen a couple others in Discord commenting that, you know, oh, I went I went in a little bit more and managed to get him. So. Yeah. A lot of people saying that it, this, is a, this is a much easier banner. As you said, the odds are in our favor with only two of them. Um, we're going to talk a bit more about each specific hero, but just to mention, you got you got two very uh, important characters from book two. You've got Suter, the main bad guy, and then you got the uh, the Ice Princess, the the, the little wee one, Ergirdelfer. So um, we'll we'll talk about more about them and try to pronounce their names more appropriately later on in the show. But it's really good that you got you were able to get those those uh, those heroes and. Um, I I haven't gone in yet. Have you had much time with them, like to, to level them up, or you just you just got them? Uh, I got them. I had a chance to level them up. Um, I think if it wasn't already over, the uh, um, 
Tempest Trial was winding down at that point. Uh, I did manage to get like four or five squads through. Um, it was like a last second finish because um, before the final group I sent through with Young Azura, I was sending through a group with two infantry and two armored units, and those armored units were being a little slow. And mm -hmm. I think one of them was a dancer, so the dancer was being nice and slow as well. So, uh, but just barely managed to finish it, like less than 30 minutes left. I managed to get that last group all up to level 40. Cool. So, That's um, good. But we've also been having that Etherade celebration with some bonus uh, buildings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I've yeah. only gotten two of the three buildings so far. Oh yeah, I I powered yeah. through and I I got all of them. Not that they're expiring anytime soon, but uh, I've I've been finding that those buildings that you get and I recommend to anybody who's trying to, you know, build their 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 ether raid defense up. This is the thing. It's like, do we know if there's a building cap on the defense mode? I, there is a building cap on either side. Um, it's down at the bottom. I didn't realize it until I was looking to add an extra building to. I think it was my offensive page, and I realized, oh, no, it won't let me put that many down there. A uh, limit of five on that bottom row. So um, there is that building uh, you know, limit. Um, and, yes, this uh, allows you to add a bit more delay because these buildings don't quite count in the same categories as the other building. Oh, is it category-based, so. the limit? Uh, yeah, it's something like I have to pull it up to double check exactly what it says, but um, just like offensive map only X number of buildings, uh, defensive buildings or something, or hmm. like I said, I'd have to pull it up to double check. But yeah, I um, I, I really like the fact that they've given us these special buildings because uh, it gives us more uh, obstacles to place. Now they aren't permanent buildings; they are destructible. I think that was something we were wondering about uh, last week. They are destructible. So putting them in the yeah, path I of the I kind of have figured they would be destructible, but they do give you a nice bit of extra delay. Yeah, they, you know, because it's seven turns, which is the is the default amount of time that the offense has to complete the map. So putting any sort of obstacles, creating some sort of maze, if you can, um, with your traps and your, your towers and stuff, I think that's really beneficial uh, to have those extra buildings, essentially for free. You know, going through those quests to get that special uh, glowing ether, or whatever the hell they call it, um, was fairly... It was, it was grindy, but it was fairly simple to... Especially in combination with uh, Tempest Trials that was running during during the course. So I kind of I kind of blasted through it on purpose, I think, because there's some of those quests that are like very specific kills with you know, red tome, green tome. And if you don't have your main teams running those those units, you might have to like shift it up and, and actually run some some temp or run some modes with uh, some non non-normal units that you're usually used to using. But I I'm still poking in at, at Ether Raids you know, the bare minimum. Um I'm not you know, it's not it's it's a nice new mode. It's a good new addition to the game and I like that it's kind of minimal and that you're only playing once or twice a day. I think that's really good that it's not a grind. Um, and it actually makes uh, your performance more important, you know, because it, you lose a character and then that that gain in lift is is sort of 
you know, held back, right? So you have to really yeah, watch your performance. Yeah, still, still not overly thrilled with that aspect of it, but, you know, it is interesting. I mean, um, and I've, I've pulled it up, and you can have five offensive buildings, five defensive buildings, up to four traps, which is all of them at this point, and up to four uh, ornaments, which is what uh, these items that we're getting for this. So those ornaments are extra spaces that you can block and delay uh, enemies with. And of course you have to have your two resource buildings, the fountain and the amphora, as well as the um, fortress can't be removed on either side. So. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I've been, I've been enjoying, uh, enjoying the game that, or the mode and, and um, I hope they continue to, to address it and give it special attention throughout the, as we go forward. And, and I mean, the reason I thought this week would kind of be quiet is because we still don't have an announcement for book three. I mean, there, there are some hints that we'll get to in a little bit, uh, and some speculation to be done, but, uh, until we get to book three, like what, what's currently going on in the game right now? Uh, well, the once again, all these start and end times we give are based off of 2 a.m. Eastern time zone. Uh, so they don't exactly match up to the calendar. Uh, but we have, as usual, a new arena, battleground, or blessed gardens, uh, tactics drill, rival domains, uh, and ether raid, our first new one this week. Uh, we have the grand conquests going on. Uh, arena quests going on through the 29th. Uh, the Grand Conquest go through the 28th. Um, the Garnef Grand Hero Battle started and is running through the 3rd. The Labyrinth of Despair Tap Battle is running through the 8th. And the Aether Raid Celebration is running through the 10th. Mm -hmm. And after that, those ornaments will just disappear. Yeah, they will get snapped away in the great yep. snapping of book three. Uh, speaking of which, coming up, starting by December 1st, it's December, folks. Legendary hero banner, plus the battles. We're assuming we'll get a couple extra ones alongside that. November 27th is when that'll start. Forging Bonds starts right at the same time on November 27th. Scheduled maintenance, ooh, speculation. November 28th at 6 p.m., so you'll be unable to access the game. At 6 p now it said 6 p.m. in game for me in the notes, so I assume that's 6 p.m. Eastern, correct? Usually, if it's in the notes inside the game, it is talking about uh, your localized time. Perfect. So 6 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. Uh, voting Gauntlet login bonus starts on November 29th, so the day after maintenance. Heroes with Ward skills will start on December 1st. That's a banner. Look forward to that if you're looking for Ward skills. Uh, yeah. Quick, and, quick side note, who sure. do you think will be the Forging Bonds units? Who? Okay, um, well, you've got Hergel Jurgle and uh, Surtur. Um, that's easy, right? Now, I think because we have a two-hero mm, banner... Not necessarily. Oh, not necessarily. You don't think so, eh? I, well, it goes into some speculation, which we'll cover in the topic, but it might be a fully Nifflin forging bonds event nif you mean what do you mean like you think surter and um the other dudes hellbendy and legerdurn 
And... That'd be a muse. That'd be a muspelian, although that is a possibility too. Okay, who's Niffle then? Sir? Oh, Niffle's the the ice stuff, right? Yeah, Fjorm, Gunthra, Yurgle, Yurgle, and if my <laughs> if if what was found in the data mining is correct, uh, possibly that fourth Nifflin, Nifflin. They're filling out the rounds, which we'll discuss here in the topics in a bit. Yeah, Snifflin but, Nifflin is what they'll call yep. the the forge bonds. <laughs> Someone write that down. Snifflin Nifflin. Uh, but as, as you were hinting at, we do have the two hero banner mm-hmm. with Yulger and Surtur, ruler of flame, Yulger, fresh snowfall. So we continue the noble art of putting questionably aged units into battle as the youngest princess of Niffle joins the, joins the battle. Yulger is a blue dagger infantry unit. And she comes with a unique weapon named Silger. Uh, that's, of course, a guess, but, you know, it's her name with an S thrown on front, in the front of it. So, who oh, knows? so creative, this one. Well, uh, it has the usual dagger debuffs when it when she attacks, uh, but it uh, innately gives her a speed plus three. And if her speed is greater than her foe's speed, uh, she gets an attack and speed boost of plus four during combat she also comes with glimmerous or special chill speed speed tactic as well as a new skill uh titled called sorcery blade which uh gives the um dragonstone effect using the lower of the foes her foes defense or resistance during a battle if she attacks next to a magic ally Hmm. So she has to be standing next to a magic ally when she does her attack, and she'll use whichever is lower, the defense or the resistance of her enemy. Interesting. So um, being the youngest Niffle, uh, this is, it's interesting that they added her to the game. A lot of people were, were looking at Hergid. Uh, but then again, she was missing. My, my sort of suggestion since book three started to, or book two started to wrap up was that this character would be presented to us in some sort of banner. I kind of figured it would be a legendary banner because that's been the case for all the Niffle folks so far, right? With Gunthra and, and Fiorm. So the fact that we get her in a banner and, and she's, it, she's, she's pretty, pretty interesting. Now she has some interesting uh, voice lines, I think confused a lot of people. Like she, she kind of confuses people as a child coming in and speaks a bit of gibberish. I don't know if you saw that. Okay. No, I missed that. I don't know. She says like I'm from like Boom Boom Town or something. It was weird. Maybe maybe I'm misremembering it. I don't know. Okay. I did have a cold possible. earlier this week. I I haven't sat through and listened to her uh, voice lines yet, so I really don't know what she does as her voice lines. So I might have missed that. Mm-hmm. Now, is this a dagger unit we're gonna want to go for? Like, uh... um, I haven't double checked her stats, but I mean, uh, all her speed boosts, she's probably gonna hit pretty hard. And if you have her on the right team, uh, with mage allies and all that, she can activate her sorcery blade skill with. Uh, she'll probably be pretty effective there. Mm-hmm. Um, so she can get a decent number of buffs there and help smack people down pretty quickly hopefully um i'm sure like all dagger units she is going to be somewhat weak in the defenses well she is a small child as well right so 
True. <laughs> uh, might be decent resistance, but you know, well, actually, I guess all units have one or the other that's usually fairly low. Mm -hmm. uh, but with her heavy focus on, um, you know, being next to mages, like I said, I haven't looked, so I don't know which. Yeah. So. Well, she seems pretty cool. It's good to have her in the game. Um, but alongside her arrives Surtur, ruler of flame. We're very familiar with him. He's been stuck in our face for the last year, right? Uh, yep. So I'm going to read this description here. I didn't read it beforehand, so get, get, cut me some slack here. Uh, don't worry about the fresh snowfall making winter too cold, as we also have joining us on this banner, Surtur. Warm and friendly as ever, Surtur is a green axe armored unit who comes with his axe Sim Sinmara that gives him defense plus three and does 20 damage to all units in two spaces at the start of the turn. Wow, they, they brought that over, eh? That's fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he also comes with Bonfire Wary Fighter, a tier four version of Steady Stance, giving defense plus eight, as well as reducing special cooldown on the foe by one per attack if the foe initiates combat, as well as a completely new and unique skill of Surtur's Menace, which is which if a foe is within two spaces of him at the start of his turn, he gets a buff to all stats of plus four for the turn, and all foes in two spaces gets a uh, debuff of minus four to all of their stats. That that sounds pretty pretty wild. Uh, just the twenty yeah, damage, looked, everything. Wow, looks pretty vicious with a tier four steady stance, automatically giving him a defense plus eight. Um, you know, wary fighter preventing them from uh, multiple attacks on their turn, and then if they came in to attack him and didn't kill him, uh, he's going to punish them hard with 20 damage to start and minus 4 to their stats mm -hmm. with a plus 4 to his stats, so Unless you're a range unit throwing stuff at him and then running out of range, you're not going to want to go in at him unless you can kill him. Yeah, which was the case in the main game, too. I'm, again, like, I'm really... It's interesting to see that they've ported him over so, I would assume, pretty faithfully. Uh, because he, as a bad guy, you expect him to be OP because you don't expect to ever get your hands on him, but... If, if they're going to be continuously designing these characters, which I think they should, and designing them in a way that they can then port them over and hand them to us and say, here you go, here's that bad guy that's been giving you trouble all this entire time, uh, mm -hmm. he seems pretty wild, you know? Yep, he does seem pretty vicious, but, you know, most people have managed to figure ways to defeat him at various points, so sure, he's I mean, not we wouldn't... invincible. Yeah, we found that out, you know, we killed him three times. Or at least not times. anymore, because he originally started with that uh, Misbellion Flame thing that prevented him from taking damage. Yeah. Which made some really challenging early maps where you just had to keep away from him. Keep away, keep away. Yeah. Well, I don't think people have that option if they run into him in the arena or something, but... He yeah. seems pretty... It seems like you could you could rally a team behind this this character. I mean, I'm not one to sort of instantly see the numbers and, uh, and and see the character's potential just by reading a description. But doing the 20 damage, the plus stats, the minus stats, 
it seems it seems like you could probably build a team around him pretty easily, right? Like like most characters, you can probably team around them, but you know you just got to be aware and try and you uh, cover his weaknesses. Like you know he's being easy green unit, so red units are most likely to uh, hit him hard, especially red. Uh, probably once again haven't checked his stats. Red mages, because most of his stuff is focused on defense, not resistance. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you build yourself a team with him, that helps to try and cover his weakness to red mages. It could be uh, pretty powerful. But once again, like usual, people can work their ways around that stuff at times, and you know, so yeah. It's so interesting. he seems powerful, but not impossible to defeat. Might might be a bit tougher than some, but yeah, cool. Which is what you want. No, you do you do want some characters to kind of come in and shake things up, and and but also have have some weaknesses and kind of upset the meta a little bit, so people are gonna have to run with some some more red mages. Get your bride Thurja in there. Get your Thurja in there. I don't know what other. What other red mages are we looking at here? Celica. Well, that uh, Camilla Scott was a red mage, the flying Camilla. So true. Uh, true. Get her in. Give her hit and run. So if somehow she doesn't kill him in that first turn, she's out of range of his boosts. You know his superpowers mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and he could cause real trouble for him. Uh, Gaversa was a red mage as well, so she could definitely cause some trouble with her. abilities and everything so you've just you've just spoiled surda's fun heck just look at the um uh new unit we just got today he his weapon looks like he could give uh some issues which we'll cover here in a few minutes true but yeah before Uh, we do that there's some data mining that you uh you wanted to talk about uh yes as i was teasing earlier that i think we will might have a fully nifflin uh, forging bonds event um as i hinted there there is a noticeable gap uh with rid uh being the only unit from book two who has yet to show up um the speculation and wondering deepens when the data mining found voice files added for Rid with the most recent patch the fire and ice patch and yet he has not shown up on any of the maps uh, that we got with this banner. Uh, so there is a lot of speculation that Hrid could be the next legendary hero we're getting on the 27th, which being the start of the forging events would uh, allow for a fully Nifflin of Fjorm, Gunthra, Yulgur, and Hrid as the units for the forging bonds. Um, so... There's that speculation there. I personally don't feel that, didn't feel that Hrid and Yogur fit as legendary heroes. Uh, but it's not unheard of. Not, you know, like Gunther and Fjorm were both legendary, so Yogur uh, being a young kid fits as not one, but Hrid could. Yeah, like when you look at, when you look at legendary heroes, especially when they started, like Gunther probably made the least sense in, in that she was non-existent in the story. She was in like dream sequences and then, and then she died. Yeah. When um, she was introduced, she was in dream sequences. Then we, uh, 
have a few more dream sequences, meet her as she gets killed. Yeah, so but with Hrid, he is he is the prince and uh so he, he kind of fits in with the lords, I think, uh a little bit. And we're going to talk a bit more, you know, we got a xenologue alongside this and we'll talk about that in a bit and I and I think that kind of adds to the 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 credence that maybe these characters being added like Surtur and possibly Hrid um and the and the current state of Fiorm don't necessarily mean like if this is a hard cut and we're not going to see them in book three you know um so we'll we'll have to see about that but uh what they did add it was a grand hero battle garnef which is uh so the new grand hero battle was was not hurried which is what we were, were thinking but um when well, at we, least i was i don't know if you were but uh i mean i believe we need to hurried needs is going to be out of the game and from from the logic around it like yeah you could probably make him work within a grand hero battle but he wasn't really a bad guy but um then again some of the other grand hero battles aren't really bad guys like um robin or not yeah robin female robin's not a bad guy oh really xander is only a bad guy if i guess female robin has um uh what you would call it well grima right but it wasn't yeah, the Grima Grima Robin, but it wasn't the Grima version originally. Uh, Xander only a bad guy on half of the, or technically a third of the uh, routes. So, yeah, but in this instance, we did get a bad guy for the Grand Hero Battle, and it was uh, the primary antagonist from Shadow Dragon. Uh, at least I, uh, oh, at least Eddie sees him that way. Well, is he not? Well, technically, he's working for actual shadow dragon medeus or something like that oh amadeus uh, yes. but but he's you know the one who marth is chasing after to fight for most of the game so i kind of view him as the primary antagonist and if he hadn't have agreed to work for medeus then or medius or however you want to pronounce it um i just i don't know i'm just making fun um yeah. do you think like you know, maybe they fast-tracked Garnef when they realized, oh man, they're going to do Shadow Dragon for Game Club. we got to get them something in there. Let's give them Garnef for a Grand Hero battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll probably be knee-deep in the game by then. More on that in a somehow bit. I don't, somehow I don't hold my breath that the uh, Heroes dev, devs really listen to our podcast, but uh, you well, never know. You never know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, Garnef is here as Charming uh pronounced creepy oh sorry i misspelled that creepy as ever with his usual weapon of imhulu uh you get your free subscription today (laughs) Uh, a red mage infantry unit imhulu grants res plus three and at the start of the turn punishes all non-magic users within five columns centered on him with five damage and preventing them from counterattacking through their next turns he also comes with ignis ignis mirror stance and chill attack so yeah like this is uh this this could be an annie surter when you think about it yeah i mean you smack him with five damage to start with and then he can't counter counter attack through his next action so yeah that could be pretty vicious against him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i haven't gotten him yet i haven't actually gone in there have you have you completed the grand hero battle yet Nope, haven't hopped in yet, but uh, like I said, that weapon does look pretty vicious. Yeah, I gotta get in there, and usually I leave it it to the last minute. 
Yeah, it does have the downside that it does not work on magic users. So, you know, it only it damages those who are using axes, swords, lances, daggers, bows. I don't know if staffs would fall under magic or whether uh, dragonstones fall under magic or well, that's but just the plus. Mages don't get hit. Yeah, that's just the five damage, though. You can do the base damage, though, right? Well, yeah, it attacks as in normal attacks, but the the effect on it does not hit magic use. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'll have to get in there and, and uh, collect Garnif and, and maybe report back next week. Uh, I usually do it last minute and end up only getting the bronze version, but... Um, usually if the map doesn't have reinforcements, I can kind of brute force at least getting the, the four star version of, of, of the grand hero battle, but we shall see. Um, yeah, depending on how tough I find the three star version, I might hop into the four star version. It might not usually. Yeah. Um, And so, no, I was just going to say, we, uh, we also got a Xenolog alongside this, which you and I both, uh, nearly forgot. That's what I was going to go into. Yeah, um, well, I remembered it. I just had not done it yet earlier. But we're giving Storm Hell O to a new character. Uh, we did not get an actual paralog with the new banner, uh, but we got three maps that are kind of a paralog, a special map. Uh, we got the Xenolog, which introduces a new character named Hell, who might be Loki's actual master, or could just be her next master, knowing Loki, uh, who claims to be the Lord of the Dead. Uh, with a very foreboding message for us in that xenologue. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a short map. They reward you three orbs uh, per per clear on difficulty, so you're gonna get the yeah, same nine like, orbs that you would normally like get. Usual xenologues. Oh really? Uh, yeah, just about every xenologue except for the one that gave you uh, one of the versions gave you a free eye. So I guess it's been, been a while. Three orbs per. Yeah, we don't get them that often. And they're usually like either in between or special events, like the um, uh, choose your choose a free hero, where we got the free like. Um, yeah, we should be getting that again if they're going to do it again. It was around this time, was it not, or was it? It, it was January, um, January with the one year anniversary. We okay. got the choose your legends round two, as well as the pick your hero or whatever they called it, which was where you chose whichever you know one hero to get for free as part of a xenologue i believe it was uh mm-hmm. but xenologues are also how they usually introduce new features the um weapon refinery and stuff uh but so we it opens on surter fig- trying to figure out where he is and then a uh voice appears and claims to be hell ruler of the dead we don't uh, see him or her we don't see them. Uh, we never get the actual name box actually giving them fully the name Hell. Uh, he's, you know, Surtur discusses with them, uh, comments that um, if anyone was to give Hell any trouble, it would be uh, us, pretty much. The whelps who killed him. And Hell says not to worry, they're next on their list. Uh, then we jump to the act where Loki seems to be praying or talking to Hell and then interrupt Loki and defeat her and she bolts out uh, and both of them forebode and hint our days are numbered. Yeah. 
It's uh, pretty ominous, and it fits in with uh, what we're going to talk a bit about in Speculation Corner, but but fits in with some of the theories we've been tossing around as uh, some yep. some major deaths maybe coming to the game. Maybe some off, yep. off-screen characters, but uh, still nonetheless important to our main characters. O- off-screen characters, but yeah, important characters. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe on-screen characters, we don't know. No, we don't know. Uh, right. But before we hop into fully discussing that, we do have a straw poll up for the next Summoner's Focus, featuring Path of Radiance heroes. Um, there, It's going to be Mist, uh, Ike, Mia, and Titania. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll post that once we're done here, and make sure you get your vote in, and we'll be covering that next week for Summoner's Call. Focus. Yeah. Exactly. And and I don't want to dwell on this, folks. This is where we normally do game club, but I got to say uh we're going to we're going to take this week off. We're going to re- regroup for next time. And uh chapter 16 is still our goal of Shadow Dragon. We're still playing Shadow Dragon in case anyone's questioning that. Uh but, but we're not going to dwell on this. We're going to move forward and we're just going to lick our wounds and uh, we'll be back next time with hopefully more Shadow Dragon. Uh Eddie, you so- were saying Speculation Corner. Yes, um, so as we hinted at, there was uh, we got a new teaser for uh, book three. It was uh, put at the end of a book one and two retrospective, uh, going over what happened, and at the end it got nice and dark and talked about how that was the day the light died again. Uh, we showed the scene of Sharina looking distraught and screaming, uh, then it cut to a completely new uh, picture, which showed Alphonse standing in a looked like pretty damaged hall with two bodies laying in front of him. Um, and I uh, did mention some of this in the Discord of my thoughts of it, but um, it is definitely Alphonse. I double-checked his art, and, you know, it that is where his little wing cape thing would be if he was back facing us with his back um so it does seem to look to be alphonse uh there are the bodies there on the ground kind of out of focus um serene's forest points out that the hairstyle of the closer one looks similar to sharina's but those are definitely not her shoes uh but just the fact that he's standing there calmly over him i mean it's in shock but it could also even hint that he may have killed them or look disguises him. Oh, uh, but yeah, definitely. That's probably their parents. I really don't see them, Katrina or Anna, mm-hmm. or Anna, however you want to pr- pronounce that. Data, data, um, tomato, tomato, right? Yeah, definitely don't see them killing you. Because I mean, if you're dead. How are you going to continue summoning and playing the game? <laughs> well, I, I mean. If if they were to kill us, they'd quickly reintroduce us as being in hell, I think. Uh, yeah, that is the possibility. They introduced hell, so it could be that the next book is us dying and going to hell's realm and uh, fighting our way out or something. I don't know. Um, I mean, we don't really know who or what hell is. It poses as a god. It's treated as a god. To a degree, I mean, in in Fire Emblem World, that usually means a dragon of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely would be very tough to kill. 
uh, if not impossible, to fully actually kill. So we'll see what happens. But till we get more about it, we won't know. Yeah, I'm... I'm of the note where I look at I look at this end teaser. This is the second teaser they've dropped. Um, I want to talk a bit about unless you want to save this for next week, but like I, I I'm kind of thinking that we're not going to have a week left to talk up to speculate about book three. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna unveil it pretty soon, right? Uh, yeah, I definitely think um, with the um, the blah, 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 blah. with the maintenance they're doing on the 28th it definitely feels like it's prepping for a new version 3.0 so i fully expect if not an actual full-on fey channel some point this week i fully expect a um uh straight up video and uh video showing book three and the launch of book three by uh i'd say december 8th at the latest so you if think we'll have sooner. another week to kind of deal with this, uh, the I th- waiting? Think, I think we will have, I mean, it's hard to say. They may start book three in the middle of the legendary banner, but I think the legendary banner will probably end before book three starts. And that ends on the fourth. Mm-hmm. I could be completely wrong on that. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah. I think they said December. I think they got to give Christmas some some breathing. Well, the holidays some breathing room. We're gonna get our win, our our holiday flavored heroes. They wouldn't pass up the holidays. Uh, it's a big. I'm sure it's a big money maker for them in terms of having some specialized heroes. So I think early December is when we get the big drop for book three, and then they'll follow it up with the one two with the holiday heroes, right? So yeah, I think you're accurate in terms of your timelines. I think that makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's just they've been pretty consistent around the 8th is when they usually drop it, and I don't see any reason for them to change it unless this takes a lot more than it looks. I mean, and like I said, I mean, unless, I mean, well, the new hero banner doesn't start until the 28th, so unless they, um, you know, launch it on the 28th, you know, drop it that day, I don't see them doing it while a old new old legendary hero is sitting there. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. So, you know, I don't see it happening before the 5th, which is when the legendary hero event ends. So, yeah. You know, well, we'll we'll, uh, see. well, we'll see soon enough, I think. But I think we're going to find if, out. If nothing else, I expect by next week, by the time we record on the 1st, we will know uh, launch date and details about Book 3. Oh, you think they'll go ahead with the with the launch details before I then? Think they'll do, I think by, the, by December 1st, when we next record, they will either do a Faye channel or a... Um, a... Um, Essentially, when the game goes down for maintenance on the 28th, I fully expect them to then uh, not... I promise one of these days I'll learn how to talk. You think they're going to address it? I expect there to be stuff in the the heavy maintenance update that they will discuss before that is done. Yeah, I think that's pretty solid. I think that makes makes a lot of sense. So yeah, with that scheduled maintenance... 
happening on the 28th. We'll get something there. Safe bet. Nothing else. If there is the speculated skill refinery that allows uh, heroes who have the all three levels, that fourth level of those skills that have tier fours already, or other things that get added in, you know, updated in, or any other new modes or new features that they're adding with 3.0, I fully expect those to be in the update on the 28th and be data mined as soon as it comes live again and is able to be downloaded by people. So I fully expect them to discuss it before that happens. I agree. Uh, Speaking of things happening in the near future, let's visit the Outrealm Gate and talk a bit more about uh, the spirits coming to Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which is launching in just two weeks. Cannot wait. What are we covering this week, Eddie? Uh, we're going to go ahead and cover Path of Radiance, Radiance and Awakening, leaving Fates being the largest single category known so far for next week. Uh, in Path of Radiance, uh, so far they've only shown one spirit, and that would be Titania, who is a primary spirit, one star class, and uh, apparently her group effect or note is that she is a grab unit. Uh, so I guess she helps with your throws and stuff. It you know, uh, shows her in a picture with a rabid peach and a bunch of other characters. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and that's Path of Radiance. That's Titania, right? Yeah, that's that's the only one that's uh, labeled as from Path of Radiance. Right. Uh, so we also have from Radiant Dawn, Micaiah, and Soth. Um. Micaiah, uh, there was some discussion about her last week, uh, who they thought her art looks sim- very like it might be the hero's art. Uh, but I did actually pull up all the hero picture, uh, hero's art pictures for her, and it is not exactly the same. It is very close. Her bird looks uh, a little different in this. Her bird looks a little different. In the hero's art, she's holding a book uh, that she uses, and the only time her bird is flying is in her attack pose. And the pose they show her in here looks a bit more relaxed and just standing around than the attack pose. Uh, on the same page, uh, they show, because Micaiah was used as one of the examples of how to take the cores of other spirits in order to get a new spirit. Uh, that's where we see Soth mentioned uh, as another Radiant Dawn hero. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll double check, but I don't think they have different art form he's just noted no that he's just noted as his in the core game. yeah you're using his core to help create micaiah which kind of makes sense considering micaiah and soth are uh connected quite tightly or t- together pretty well in the um game mm-hmm. in radiant dawn like soth is known to be a avid protector of micaiah so Right. And then uh, in Awakenings, they start to kind of give you more options here. But the first one that they show is Long Ku, uh, who is a support and has his Killing Edge uh, equipped. Now, the Killing Edge is a new item in uh, in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, right? So maybe that... Yep, essentially, that's what it means, that you start the battle with Killing Edge equipped. Oh, that's, that's OP. If you have him as supporting one of your things you start the battle with that item equipped that's a pretty so. good thing to have 
I would think. Uh, Tharja is also here, a primary two-star with Grab. And I'm just pulling up her art. She's kind of just shown uh, in the top right as an icon. Yep, she's shown um, in the same one that showed Barsport and Cord. Uh, the three guys from Shadow Dragon. Uh, it does show Tharja up in one of those corners. Yep. So. And there's a Wayne who's a primary one star with an attack skill. Uh, he was shown as attached to Krom. Uh, yeah, he is a um, uh, essentially what it. Little bit, I believe this is part of the single player. Uh, showing you fighting him to try and get him. I could be wrong. It could just be a battle of them fighting each other. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, you know, probably two part people of the fighting spirits. with spirits. Well, no, it's CPU, so it looks like it's might be part of single player or the spirit battles that you can do. Oh, okay. Because um, it's showing Isabel fighting against the Krom, and looks like Krom will be able to. If you defeat him, you'll get an Awain out of it in theory. Yeah. And uh, Sevra is the last one from Awakening that's listed here in the initial trailer. Obviously, on uh, on the seventh, they're gonna have everybody listed who who uh, is present in the game. Um, and I don't know what we're gonna do there, but we'll definitely talk about Smash Brothers in some capacity. But Sevra has a uh, she's a one star and unknown group, but she's primary. Three three support slots. Yep. Yeah. Looks like. Yeah, she looks cool. I mean, I, I'm I'm curious about spirits. Like, the mode will be interesting, the functions will be interesting. But I wonder, like, how how attached are we? How are we going to want our favorite heroes, or are we just going to want the the heroes with the best skills? That is a valid question. It depends on how flexible the spirits are. Yeah, uh, we see her as a one star hero here. Can she be upgraded? If you really like Sever, can you find some way to upgrade her stronger? I think you can upgrade you your heroes. A three star? So if you can upgrade your spirits and you really like certain spirits and certain bonuses, then you can do that, um, in theory. Well, I mean, you know, we won't have long to wait. To until out. we get the game and play around with them, we don't know exactly what they're going to be able to do. I mean... If nothing else, Severa as a higher power spirit, a multi, you know, get upgrading her star levels if you can do that, uh, looks pretty useful considering she has three support slots instead of some of these heroes that only have one or two. Mm -hmm. You know, so are you are you gonna go straight for the spirits mode and start playing around with it and collecting spirits from? I mean, I think it's a grab bag, right? You're not gonna get all the Fire Emblem characters right away, but um yeah um i don't know what exactly i'm gonna be doing first um i'm gonna boot it up see what is there what's available mm -hmm. uh work towards unlocking ike oh is ike your main favorites ah. he's one of the ones i use regularly link's always been a good one and back in the m64 days i was a heavy fox user oh uh, but i found i wasn't as good with him in the later games uh there there were times in um the N64 smash where I would jump from the edge of the thing, fly way out there, get that last hit on a character to get the credit for the kill and still make it back to the platform. 
you know. Yeah, he had uh, a lot found of in some of the later games that wasn't as effective as getting that completed. So, you know, but I would be able to jump way out there, tap that last kill, even if someone had knocked him most of the way out there, get that kill credit and get back to the platform. So. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I I I'm looking forward to it. I I guess yeah, we'll have to unlock a bunch of characters. Although you'll have Fox, and I think you'll have Fox and Link. At, at the get-go, so... Uh, yeah, you, from what I understand, you'll be starting with the same eight characters you started with in N64. Yeah. Uh, Link, Fox, Mario, Yoshi... Um, Mario. I think DK was the original. I said Mario. Oh, okay. Uh, Link, Fox, Mario, Yoshi, DK... Uh, oh, man. Yeah, it's been a long while. Um, I think Luigi is was you no, might even start with Luigi and them, but he was unlockable originally. I think they're staying unlockable. Uh, yeah, I'd have to. I could probably pull up the Smash Ultimate official site and see who you start with. Well, I mean, yeah. this isn't a Smash game podcast, but yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm for one looking forward to playing Smash Brothers when it comes out. But uh, until then, we got two weeks for that, and we'll talk a bit more about Spirits uh next week when we return but i think that's an episode eddie visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay email the show fay at gamersinpodcast.com you can check out our fire Emblem channel in the gamers in discord at bit.ly slash tgi discord you can follow us on twitter you can find myself at r murphy eddie at drow fear and don't forget to follow at the gamers in for show updates that's going to do it for this episode of summoner's call have a great week and happy summoning Episode 40, Midlife Crisis Time. <laughs>